Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Good morning, I'm John Hoffman. Notre Dame football coach Marcus Freeman thanked his players for their support during his introductory press conference Monday. WSBT 22 Samantha Waddell has more. Thank you for challenging everything. Thank you for making a decision to believe in a 35-year-old first-time head coach. And I vow to work tirelessly to never disappoint you. Notre Dame officially introducing the 30th head coach of the Fighting Irish football team. Former defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman, the 35-year-old joining the Irish staff just 11 months ago and is now the youngest coach Notre Dame has hired in 60 years. While he may be young, Freeman has made a significant impact in the last 11 months, transforming the Irish defense. And Notre Dame finished the regular season with 40 team sacks, just one shy of a program record set in 1996. However, it's about more of the impact that he's made off of the gridiron. It's how he's impacted the entire Irish team, which was evident over the last week as players spoke out in support of Freeman. In fact, it's one of the reasons Freeman stood on the stage today. The perspective that those seven captains offered to me put a heavy finger on the scale in favor of Coach Freeman. But that was only because they and I believe so strongly that Marcus is the perfect guardian of the very special culture you, the student athletes, have built. I think that energy, he's, you know, he's got that contagious energy. Um, you can feel it. Um, I think that's why he has so much success in recruiting. Um, it's not fake, um, and, and he tells it how it is. Um, he, he, he'll tell you the truth, um, and sometimes, you know, it might be a tough truth, but he's up front with you. There's no fakeness about him, and I think that'll bring him success. Special man. He's a special guy, and, and he means a lot to this program, and he means a lot to us. And, uh, you know, it says a lot. He, you know, it wasn't just, just the defensive guys getting excited and, about the, uh, the new hire, and it was the offensive guys, too. So, I mean, it says a lot. Linebackers Drew White and Kurt Heinisch with those final two comments. Freeman has two major priorities this month, nailing down a recruiting class considered top five nationally as the early signing period opens this coming week and preparing the Irish for his first game as head coach on January 1st in the Fiesta Bowl against Oklahoma State. We hear now from former Notre Dame and NFL offensive lineman Ryan Harris, who serves these days as the analyst on Notre Dame football radio broadcasts here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. He sat down with WSBT 22's Pete Byrne this week. I'm thrilled. I've been impressed with Coach Freeman's uh, work that he's done on the defense. I mean, you lose Kyle Hamilton and you still play and are one of the best defenses in the college football landscape. So Marcus Freeman's just done a fantastic job of, of adjusting on the fly and also gaining the respect of his teammates. I mean, think about this. For just in just one year, he's got players on offense and defense believing in him, not just as a defensive coordinator, but a head coach. He's a family man who is somebody who speaks to you, looks you in the eye. Uh, I had a great time meeting him for the first time when, when Notre Dame played Wisconsin and I've been able to keep in touch with somebody who I really respect. And with my football mind, I see that Marcus Freeman knows what he's doing, understands what offenses are doing and what he can do defensively to make a difference. So I love it. I love the hire. I'm happy for the players. I'm happy for Our Ladies University. 
You mentioned the players a couple times there, and I think that was key in this entire process. You've probably seen the video by now, their reaction when they found out and got to see him for the first time this morning. They lobbied hard for him this week, and it's not often that the players get to weigh in on a decision like this, but I'm curious, how much do you think it did weigh on Jack Swarbrick's mind that the players really wanted him to be their next head coach? Well, you know, you'd have to ask Jack. I'm not sure. You know, he may have had an idea before all this went down of who he, where he wanted to go. But I'll tell you, it never happens that players have a say in who they pick next. And the fact that there was that much leadership and belief within the seniors on this football team for Notre Dame really says something to the culture of that locker room. And and I also think it's one of those things where Jack's in a tough spot. I mean, if, if you don't go with Marcus Freeman, pot, you might lose the offensive coordinator and, defense, and defensive line coach and Mike Elston and, and earlier in Tommy Reese. Um, and then you lose some recruits. You might even lose players on your roster right now. So those are things that are tough to lose and no no question factored in. But I've, I've never seen Notre Dame, the Notre Dame family united like this and excited like this. This is a really unique time, I think, in sport and in Our Ladies University's history. And it's fun to be Irish today. I agree with you there. It certainly has been a, a unique couple of days. I want to take you back a few years. You've been through this before as a player, having a head coach dismissed and having a new coach come in. Um, what, what do you think this week is like to be a player? Because there's so much uncertainty. Well, it's brutal as a player, right? I mean, think about this. As a high school player, you've been on, you've been the decision maker your whole po- career up to this point, right? Mm-hmm. You decided to go to Notre Dame. You decided what position you were going to play. Now something happens out of your control and the person who's responsible for bringing you to Notre Dame may be gone. Like, whoa, like, who are my friends? You know, who do I listen to? Who's my leader? I mean, all these questions happen. And though, by the way, coaches were out on the recruiting trail. So I thought it was awesome, too, that Scott Bayless uh, really early said, I'm staying at Notre Dame because those workouts are happening. I think you everybody saw the video where the, where the players were panting after a workout and Marcus Freeman came in. I mean, you need some continuity, and it's a tough time for players. When Willingham went out, um, you know, I'll never forget, though, he and I had a conversation. said, Coach, I heard you had a bad day. So sorry. He goes, Ron, I never have a bad day, only a bad couple of hours. And <laughs> so you learn quickly if you're a player, right? And, and the players I've talked to, I told them, listen, change is constant. You know, progress is optional. It's up to you to create a process where you can succeed no matter who your head coach is and get used to this because whether you're in – broadcasting, the NFL, anywhere you go, law, you're going to have bosses that change. That can't change how you approach your work, and that can't change how you approach being a champion. I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about Marcus Freeman now, Ryan. Obviously, you've seen his defense up close in person, but but you you know the man, too. You've got a relationship with him. What type, of, what type of coach, what type of head coach, I should say, do you think he's going to be? Well, I can't wait to find out. You know, I think one of the things to me, when uh, when Marcus and I talked for the first time, I said, hey, man, you got any kids? He goes, yeah, six. And I said, six? You crazy? You know, and and to me, you know, if you tell say about somebody, a father of six, a husband to one, that says everything I think you need to know. And especially at a school like Notre Dame, where we are a family. I mean, he understands how to relate to not only older and younger players, but he understands how to divide his time and give attention. You know, if you got six kids, you know how to divide your time and give attention to make people, you know, feel welcome. So, I'm just thrilled that the players on the roster for Notre Dame and all the eyes of the world on Notre Dame see the father and the husband and now the head coach that Marcus Freeman is. That's a great point. Uh, time will tell how successful of a hire this is, but I, but I do want to bring this up. You know, there's some concern from some folks that he's never been a head coach before, and particularly at a place like Notre Dame, I don't think any individual knows what it's like to sit in that seat until they've been in that seat. You know, what are the risks in bringing in a guy who's never been a head coach before? You know, just that they'll make mistakes, right? I mean, in all of us, hey, raise your hand if you made your mistakes, you know, in your first year on a job. 
But the good news about Marcus Freeman is he's been through a year at Notre Dame where he realized Toledo played out of their mind, right? Toledo played the best game of their life against Notre Dame. That doesn't happen when you're at a Cincinnati. So I believe that this season has given Marcus Freeman enough opportunities to see how, you know, a head coach handles uh, injuries, roster issues, COVID issues, right? All of these things have been put in front of him this year. And he realizes, everybody with the Notre Dame program realizes how close you are to putting yourself out of contention, right? I mean, if you have two instead of three turnovers in your first five possessions against Cincinnati, you might win that game, right? So there are things that I think he's learned at an accelerated rate, even just in his first year at Notre Dame. But the way that he communicates and the way that he has players improve, Bo Bauer has made a huge improvement. J.D. Bertrand is one of the best linebackers in the nation, top 10 tacklers. And oh, by the way, this is first year starting. D.J. Brown, a fantastic safety, playing at a high level after they lose Kyle Hamilton. Ramon Henderson coming in, and I think it was his second game getting a pick. You know, Cam Hart has really elevated his play. So you see the elevation, Isaiah Foskey as well. You could go throughout the entire defense and say, Marcus Freeman was the difference. He got, he found a way to communicate to those players individually that made them produce collectively at the highest level they've done. And that's all you need to know. If you can do that with one side of the football, you can do that with anybody. I believe Marcus Freeman will be a fun chapter in Notre Dame history. Ryan Harris with WSBT 22's Pete Byrne. They're far from alone, but Michigan's Department of Transportation is among those looking for more snowplow drivers as winter approaches. Winter weather has a heavy impact on Michigan roads. Plow drivers are the key to keeping those roads safe. But with a shortage of plow drivers, how will MDOT tackle this issue? The Michigan Department of Transportation has a shortage on their hands as winter approaches. Normally, MDOT employs around 145 plow drivers in the southwest part of the state. As of now, that number is around half. MDOT Communications Representative Nick Sharippa says that right now, he isn't super worried. The problem comes if a major winter snowstorm happens. Fortunately for us, uh, it doesn't snow everywhere all at once, all at the same time, very often. So we can move some of those operators around, right? Um, if it's snowing in one part of the region, we can pull operators from another part of the region uh, and cover some of those gaps. So uh, it's it's not over overwhelming. For MDOT and Sharippa, the shortage is not a result of a lack of letting people know that they're hiring. It's actually quite the opposite. We've done all we can in terms of getting the word out that we're hiring. Uh, we've done job fairs, we've uh, billboards, we put magnets on our trucks. Um, we have a, a number of folks can tax you know, websites, and we've done everything we can. As far as the biggest concern, Sharippa says that roads will get plowed, but worries it may not be as quickly as normal. The biggest worry is that we're simply not going to be able to deliver the same level of service we've delivered in years past. We are still going to plow roads. We are still going to move snow off state highway. I think our biggest concern is that we're not going to be able to do it with the same efficiency we've done it in years past. Because of the shortage, MDOT has said that during storms, their focus will be more on the more heavily traveled highways, such as I-96, with smaller highways like US-12 being attended to second. But in Berrien County, the plow driver situation appears under control. Uh, currently right now, we are probably about 95% staffed. Uh, we have a couple positions out there that they have offers out to that we hope to have filled by the end of the year. Uh, at the beginning of the year, we have five additional positions that we'll be adding as extra. Um, but right now we're about 95% staffed to handle our road system. Shripa says that those who are interested in becoming plow drivers can apply on MDOT's website. WSBT 22's Leo Goldman reporting. 
An Indiana teacher with ties to South Bend has just released a brand new children's book. Lisa Wills went to South Bend Community Schools, graduating from Riley High School. After college at Ball State, she worked in the criminal justice system and later became a teacher. She currently teaches in Indianapolis. Willis wanted to write a book that would connect with parents, children, teachers, and families. It's called A Teacher's Love. And not only does she teach here in Indiana, but she has taught and in South Bend and has lots of other South Bend ties. I am here this morning with Lisa. Lisa, thanks so much for joining me today. Good morning, Kristen. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you for coming on. Okay, your book is called A Teacher's Love. What yes. is it about? Um, so A Teacher's Love is basically a book that follows a young man named Caleb um, as he navigates his way through school. Um, Caleb has adversity at home, but his connection that he has with his teacher just really makes him understand that the possibilities are unlimited. And so the basic message behind the book is the powerful and profound impact that a teacher-student relationship um, carries. Who is this book for? Um, this book is for everybody. This book is for students. This book is for teachers. This book is for parents, coaches, pastors, anybody who works alongside and works with children um, should read this book. And of course, you have a lot of experience with that. Right now, you're teaching in Indianapolis. Yes. Um, but before that, you taught here in South Bend, plus some. You've got yes. experience in all levels of education. Yes. yes. Tell me a little about where Tell me about where you started here in South Bend. Okay, so after I graduated with my undergrad at Ball State, I started as an adult felony probation officer with the St. Joseph County Adult Probation Department right here in South, right there in South Bend. And um, through that position, I developed an education program where I assisted adult felons in getting their GED. And that led me to uh, my interest in teaching. Uh, I joined Teach for America in 2003. I taught in Atlanta, Georgia for eight years. I taught in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates for a year. I taught in Washington, D.C. for two years, and this is my eighth year at Victory College Prep in Indianapolis, Indiana. Wow. And I also want to add, and this is something that you told me about, that you are a product of South Bend Community Schools. In fact, teachers had a big role in who you've become. Yes. South Bend Schools, um, Studebaker Elementary, Jackson Middle, and I'm a Riley Wildcat. Awesome. Okay, so a teacher's love. It's available right now. How can people get it? Sure, you can jump on ateacherslove.com, which is my website, and you can uh, learn more about my, uh, me, the author, and you can also purchase a copy through Amazon on that website, or you can just go to amazon.com and um, put in a teacher's love and order it straight through Amazon. I love this. I love this because here you are, a South Bend, a, a South Bend born teacher yes. and producing a book, and look at how far you've come. I'm really, I'm really thankful. I'm really thankful. And also, I just want to give a shout out to um, the parents and the family members who worked and collaborated with teachers over this pandemic, because I feel that teachers, um, parents, and the relationship that we built, um, we the parents are the true heroes, I mean, to make this happen. So I really want this message of love to be shared with, with the world. Awesome. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And you, uh, keep up the good work and all you do. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And you have a wonderful day. Thank you. WSBT 22's Kristen Bean reporting. Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff, or management. Join us next week for Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 